aware of. It's called Hacksaw Ridge. And it's a... Can you hear me up the back, everybody? Or yes. Closer? Yep. It's a movie called Hacksaw Ridge. And in that movie, it depicts the life and the enlistment of a Desmond Doss into the, uh, into the American army as a conscientious, as he termed, a conscientious cooperator. He was a man who would not pick up a gun. And that belief that he had was centered around his belief in God. And through a family moment that happened for him when he was a teenager, when the movie depicts that his father was domestic violence towards his mother, but it was actually that his father pulled a gun on his uncle and was about to kill him until his mother stepped in. And Desmond was asked to go and hide the gun because the fear of the police would take his father away. And uh, in the midst of that, Desmond made a commitment to God and he said, I will never commit violence against another man and I will never take the life of another man. And it is in that belief that he actually went and enlisted in World War II to go and be a medic. And throughout the movie, you can imagine what that's like as Desmond goes through his training. Um, I won't spoil the movie too much. It's okay if you haven't seen it. I'm not going to tell you all the, all the plot. But through his beliefs and through... Um, he just will not pick up a gun and it gets to the point where his commanding officer orders him to, to hold a weapon or he will be court-martialed and he refuses and he's thrown into the brig or into jail and in the midst of that his captain comes to him and he sits with him and they have a conversation and I just want to read a little bit of that conversation to you the captain picks up a bible Desmond's bible and he says I believe in this book as much as any man, and just like every man, I wrestle with my conscience. But what do you do when everything you value in this world is under attack? Desmond replies, I don't know, sir. I ain't got answers to questions that big. But I also feel my values are under attack, and I don't know why. The captain, I don't care about your principles because the enemy don't. If one of them attacks you or some wounded soldier, what are you going to do? Hit him with your Bible? Doss, I'm prepared to give my life for my men. The captain looks him square in the eye, holding onto this book, and he says, you don't win wars by giving up your life. Holding onto this book, wrestling with his conscience, he says to Desmond, you don't win wars by giving up your life. The irony, he's holding this book and he says, you don't win wars by giving up your life. Friends, today we're here for that very reason, because one man did give up his life and a war was won. It was won. It is the battle that has been fought throughout the ages, the battle for the love, the soul, heart, the body and the mind of every human being to be in relationship with God the Father. It is the greatest battle that humanity has ever faced and will ever face no matter what comes into the future. And in this battle while there are no human weapons being fired, aircraft being deployed, ships battering land with their cannons, tanks 
rumbling the earth as they roll. It is the most important battle that humanity will ever face. And it was into that battle that Jesus came, declaring that the kingdom of God has broken in. In taking ground, he never lifted a sword and he never struck a person. His way of taking ground was to bring life to all that was being robbed, killed and destroyed by the enemy and because of human sin and human choice to not be in relationship with God. His tactics, they were centered on love, pure and simple, bringing the love of the Father into the world. His weapons were to bring life, faith and hope to all who would receive him. In all his authority that he brought, he became the servant to all. And then came the decisive moment when all of humanity would be changed forever. Mm. It is the moment in history when everything would change. Don't get comfortable in it because you've heard the story time and time again. And don't underestimate the power of the story and the battle that goes on. Mm. Jesus, the Son of God and the creator of this world, gave his life, dying on the cross, that any who would say yes to him and love him and follow him would have life and have it to the full. Friends, it is in the context of remembering the battle that was fought for you that I call us to remember the one who has made the sacrifice. We are in a battle, but we're here today to remember the one who won the war for every one of us. You know, in that movie I mentioned, um, um, Hacksaw Ridge, Ridge, Desmond has one cry that he cries out continually in the midst of battle and as a medic, not holding a weapon, right in the midst of battle. And he has one cry to God. He says, just give me one more. Just one more. Every time he would race back in, bullets firing, things blowing up around him, the, the cries of men as, as they lay wounded. He just, he'd go in, he'd grab one and he would run back and his cry after he'd let that one down was, God, just give me one more. Just give me one more. Jesus' prayer for you and I as he went to Gethsemane and the weight of sin that was on him and the disconnect he had for the first time with the Father as he sat there praying, he said, Jesus, he said, Father, take me for all. It wasn't one more. It was take me for all. Mm. As he took on sin, Father, take me for all. As he prepared for all who loved him to desert him, completely desert him, Father, take me for all. Mm. As for the first time, he was separated from the presence of his loving Father. Father, take me for all. As he was about to face public ridicule and shame, Father, take me for all. As he prepared to be flogged and beaten and have a crown of thorns placed on his head, Father, take me for all. 
and then he fought me. Took his cross and he carried it as far as he could. Still, Father, take me for all. And then they did it. He was nailed, lonely, naked, beaten, bruised. And even on the cross, in the midst of all of that pain, and all of that loneliness, and the weight of everything upon him, his cry was still, take me for all. We are here to remember that man, the son of God, and all that he has done for us. The battle has been won because of his death, and on Sunday we will celebrate his resurrection. But today we remember his sacrifice for each one of us. And that we would have life mm. with the Father. That we would know that ultimate cry of every human heart. And if you are here this morning for the first time, wondering about that love, that feeling this presence right now, just around you and you can't, quite figure out what it is. Well, I'm telling you, that's the love of the Father through Jesus Christ who died for you, for each and every one of us. And so this morning, I'm going to hand over to Kirk in just a minute, and he's going to lead us in a time of communion. But I call on you to remember the battle has been won. The battle has been won. And I call each one of us to remember the man who did it. The Son of God, Jesus Christ. Remember him. Remember all he did. And remember his cry when he went to the cross. Because the cry was, take me for all. But it was much, he, you are, every single person, it was intimate for every single person who would receive it. So if you've come with a friend this morning and you, you, you don't know Jesus, you want to know that love. You want to know the love of the Father. You want to know more about him and say yes to following him. I'll be here. I'll be around. I'm more than willing to talk to you. But if you come with a friend, grab them and do business at the cross this morning to bring your life to Jesus. If you are battling continuously with situations in your life, it's time to do business again, understanding the battle has been won as we take communion together and we can pray for each other. I bless you this morning to remember your king and I'm going to hand you the curtain.